Bites and Bites Podcast is the perfect wrestling podcast. Tights and Bites Podcast. Tights and Bites. Time to play the game. Time to play the game. Welcome to Tights and Fights, the show that discusses wrestling with the sincerity and hilarity that it deserves. I'm Big Talk a Pump, Hal Lublin, and I'm joined today by my fellow members of the Nation of Conversation, Dan Pede Wrestling, Danielle Radford. Oh, hell yeah. And Tights and Rights, Lindsay Kelp. It's funny because it's true. <laughs> Whoa, hey guys, it's Hal and Lindsay from the future. We are so close to the finale of the Max Fun Drive. Can you believe it? I cannot believe it. <laughs> We're proud to say we have reached two of our stretch goals already. We will be going to all of you for a fun wrestling topics in another These Are Our Main Events episode. Plus, we're bringing Cookie Sean onto the mic to reenact a crazy moment from Sean Michaels' career. Yes, Cookie looks back. And that happened thanks to your creating boosting and upgrading memberships during max fun drive you did that what a guy what i can't believe that cookie sean is going to donate his he's time so busy he doesn't like do this. anything for free we might have to give him a cookie but we'll just take that out of our budget which we can increase thanks to max fun drive we're going to tell you more about our last stretch goals but while you're thinking about that go to maximumfun.org now, I'm saying it in a very clear, concise British way, so I'm quite encouraging, but I would really rather you did it immediately. Thank you. Go to MaximumFun.org slash join right now to become a MaxFun member. And remember, if you do it during the drive, you earn all the gifts. That is the beauty of the drive. We get your support. You get the gifts. And hey, you might be hearing this on Saturday thinking you missed the drive, but don't panic. Calm, calm down. Calm down, okay? All right, cool. We're cool. You can still be part of the weekend amnesty where if you sign up by Sunday, you'll still count towards our total. So you still have today and tomorrow to join or to boost or upgrade your existing membership. Remember, go to MaximumFun.org slash join. Be sure to check the box for tights and fights so we benefit directly from your membership. And really, there's truly no time like now to support the art that you love. That is what Max Fun Drive is all about. That's MaximumFun.org slash join. Now, let's get you back to the show. Also, as part of the drive, we decided to have some fun because this is all work. We've decided to put the news on the back burner and are instead going to have our first ever Tights and Dice tabletop RPG adventure. And our guide on this journey is none other than the producer and seducer, the Fresh Prince of On Air, once and again with the pen, Julian Burrell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's oh, good. Oh, what a great intro that I wrote for myself. <laughs> <laughs> no one was going to mention it, but you did. <laughs> but so I did. Now you've opened that door. You you've put it on yeah. the table. I've seen enough Three SVU Burrell. to know that once you've opened that door, <laughs> so I can walk through it. So. <laughs> Not the forbidden door. This door is open to everybody. <laughs> we are going to be playing a game called Worldwide. Wrestling RPG by a Mr. Nathan D. 
Pauletta. Nice. I, I went ahead and got it because I figured why not support the guy and uh, for creating a great game. But the nice thing about this game is if you guys ever want to play it with your friends, he made pretty much all of the necessary documents available to download um, online as PDFs for free. So you can just print them out at home and do like the really basic stuff and kind of figure out the rules as you go along with the things that he listed. But I would also say go on ahead and support him. It's like if he, if he created this for everybody, this is a great thing to be a part of and a great thing to do with all of your friends. But also he's not paying us. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Want to be clear about that? No, no. But problem. also, to check uh, off very this. few people are paying him. So. Not no, no, I'm not. I'm not saying we shouldn't do it. I'm just saying, like, if somebody's like, oh, sure. oh, yeah, this is an ad supported Nathan, thing. Just do oh, it because we're yeah. funny. In fact, he's this. so he was like so funny in such a uh, a local operation that when I bought the book, there was uh, on my uh, my little receipt. He wrote, "Thank you so much. Enjoy playing on like a, in a handwritten detail on the side, which was very nice." So I have a feeling he's doing this out of out of a lot of love. It's an artisanal RPG. Yeah. This <laughs> yeah. is so. Exciting. Yeah, he hand wrote the book that I just held up himself. Amazing. Um, I mean, they are all artisanal. Ah, sorry. Uh. Of course, what's a wrestling RPG without a roster of wrestlers? We have to go around and have everybody tell us who their wrestlers are and who's going to be filling out this little roster of characters. Who would like to go first? I chose the Golden Boy. The Golden Boy. Hell yeah. Okay. Golden Boy. All right, so I'll just read a little description about what people can expect from these archetypes. You're the next big thing, whether the audience and the other wrestlers admit it or not. Someone backstage is putting all of their weight behind you. You just have to hold up your end in the ring. This sounds like an Austin Theory type. Uh, uh, or maybe I married someone very important to the company. <laughs> that could also be true. What's your name, Danielle? What is uh, What's your name and where are you hailing from? I am hailing from Seattle, Washington. And my name is, uh, not Golden Glamazon, that's actually a person who we really enjoy. Pony Girl. Pony Girl. Tell me about Pony Girl. What does Pony Girl look like? Oh, gosh. Um, I guess I'm wearing a full on onesie. I'm wearing a onesie. Like a gymnast or like full or like with pants, like long johns included in this uh, onesie? Long johns included. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And some okay, straps, obviously cutouts where it's like a little tiny coat up for like where my cute little belly is. Some cutouts <laughs> on the shoulders and my hair. You've never seen so much weave or wig. You've never seen it. You've never seen so much. Um, my wig is lavender i have a lavender wig um i'm i'm dark-skinned um if you look in the guidebook the pose for the golden boy is like very like one finger up uh just go ahead and make that into middle finger up (laughs) i like it and also we should say despite you might hear some of uh some gendered terms with this golden boy this wrestling organization we have created is going to be a uh, a gender neutral descriptions we are worldwide wrestling is for everybody is that our tagline? It is for everyone. I understand that tagline is available. I think that tagline hey, is available. What's that like? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do they ever need to justify Chun Li fighting uh, Zangief? No. no. Um, okay, so that makes Pony Girl. There's our first entrant into this. I love Lynn. I'm sure. <laughs> I have the technician. Yeah, you do. So uh, this is what it says for the technician. Whether you are an amateur sensation or an indie workhorse, you have all the skills. Your wrestling ability stands out, but you're continually fighting the assumption that you only have one dimension to you. <laughs> Let's. Uh, so we've got the. Where are you hailing from, Hal Loveland? As if I need to ask. From Rhinebeck, New York. Oh, okay. He didn't pick Philadelphia. The amount of restraint that was on display just now. I w- look. It's. 
It's a whole character here. I can't. I'm not going to make it me, but a wrestler. Mm. What's the fun? Oh, I 100% did that. <laughs> we all know I would win every match, have every championship. Everyone would love me wherever I go. Top merch sales. Mm. I wanted a challenge for goodness sakes. <laughs> so, so what's uh, what's uh, what's this technician's name, Hal? His name is Roger Cornelius Vanderbilt Esquire, MD. <laughs> a doctor. That's a useful skill yes, to have. He's a doctor. Esquire is oh, his excellent. last name. Okay. <laughs> he's legally changed MD is in his name. Amazing. Yes. I was about to say, is this just a side hustle as he like pays his way through medical school no, or something? He's, he's super privileged and studies sports science and medicine to become the ultimate technical wrestler. Mm. So he wears like triathlete gear mm. to the ring that's like super high performance gear. His head is shaved because mm. it's more aerodynamic. Mm. And he carries a clipboard <laughs> that he uses to take notes during the match when things work or don't work so he can refine it. And will he use it as a weapon? Maybe depends on whether the ref's looking or not. Oh, he's a technician with a with the like an angry side who's just like yeah. uses it to cover up his sneakiness. I like it. Uh, is there anything else we should know about uh, Roger Cornelius Vanderbilt, MD? Did I, did I miss anything with that name? Yeah, he's circumcised. <laughs> <laughs> we all know that that definitely comes up. No pun intended. During wrestling, just ask Randy Orton and Finn Balor. Anyway. Lindsay Kelk, please round us out with your wrestling archetype that you have chosen. I do want to preface by saying this is the first time in my entire life that I have ever had to do this. Uh, <laughs> so for anyone who has I literally so never excited. done this, um, I am you, we are each other, everything is going to be great. I am the anti-hero. My wrestler is the anti-hero. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's the anti-hero. You're a badass that everyone loves. Whether you're sticking it to the man or telling it like it is, the audience identifies with your rejection of conformity. <laughs> Lindsay, please tell us about this anti-hero. What is their name? Their name is Bob. Bob. Yep. <laughs> it's short for Kate. <laughs> <laughs> That's their name. Bob. Uh... Kate with a K, or oh, yeah, yeah. With, I mean, with okay. a Kate with a K. I mean, it's, it's okay. more—it's a traditional Kate, you know. Okay, that's why I didn't know Bob for short. <laughs> but a new generation mm-hmm. of Bob. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, what is uh, Bob short for? Kate. Uh, what, what are they like? Give me the vibes. What are, You'll what are be they, pleased to know doing? that uh, Bob hails from Doncaster, England. Doncaster, mm-hmm. England. The full Donny. Yep, and well, Donnie. and that's what you'll find is if you get on the wrong side of Bob, who is a very fair person. But Bob will go full Donny if pushed. Mm. So Bob, Bob is really just here doing Bob's job. Bob's doing the work. Bob is doing the best, doing their work. But if you piss Bob off or you take advantage of Bob or Bob feels like you're getting preferential treatment of any sort of kind... Bob is not afraid to go full Donnie on you. Mm. Mm. Yes, an anti-hero. I'm getting the sense of justice when you describe that of them just I mean, like, Bob you know. Bob thinks so. Mm-hmm. Bob, it's, it's not, you know, it's it's all very subjective, isn't it? But Bob feels very strongly that Bob is correct. Yeah. Yes. Sure. All right. I like that. Uh, Lindsay, one thing we did not get into yet is uh, what does your character look like? What does Bob look like, I should say? Bob is very much, if you take a 1970s Debbie Harry and make her a wrestler, which actually just Hell is yeah. just Fantastic. what Debbie Harry looked like in the 70s. But that's Bob. Bob's just come from, you know, whatever Bob was doing. That's the thing. Bob, Bob, did, this is not Bob's whole night. Bob has a lot of plans. So for the me's <gasps> in the crowd who don't know who Debbie Harry is. Oh, so, uh, uh, yeah, Bob's got a lot of bleach blonde hair, which, you know, probably hasn't had the roots done. I mean, I'm now just looking at myself, but Bob hasn't had the roots done in a little while. Bob will get to that when Bob gets onto it. Bob's probably wearing a pair of leather hot pants. 
Bob's got a a, a jacket because it's cold out, you know, but not not a, not a big coat because Bob's from Doncaster, mm-hmm. so she wouldn't wear, <laughs> she wouldn't wear a big coat. Some comfy boots that are comfortable for walking and wrestling and kicking ass, uh, and probably probably some fishnets. Probably wearing some fishnets, an impractical tight for someone who comes from the north where it's cold. But that's what we do there. That's what Bob would do. Julian, can I can I ask you a crazy question? Do you know who Debbie Harry is? No. Oh. Well, no, it's been Julian, great hosting tights and no, fights over the no. years. Um, oh. Goodbye, everybody. I'm going to walk into the sea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Put me on an ice floe. That's, that's sad. But it's sad for you, Julian. It's not sad for the rest of us. It's not sad for everyone who knows who the lead singer of Blondie is. Uh, but yeah. Hold on to that, Lindsay. 1970s Debbie Harry. Hold on to that. Max Fun listeners, you know what the stretch goal is. It's to make me find out who Debbie Harry is next year. I anyway. genuinely am furious with <laughs> you. Uh, and we'll be sending you a playlist immediately after we finish recording. Because okay. it's more important than any of this, quite frankly. I have heard of Blondie. but I Oh, did you've not, heard I, of I Blondie. How big of you? How big of you? Oh, you grow. You're a big man over there. <laughs> How much are you benching now, buddy? <laughs> Debbie Harry could bench you like now (laughs) in her 70s. No. Yeah. No, no, no. She's she's badass. Anyway, uh, Bob is a bleach blonde, black eyeliner, fishnets, probably wearing a branded T-shirt because, you know, she's got to make the money. Yes, that's her the Jimmy John's T-shirt. No, (laughs) Bob's wearing a Bob T-shirt because Bob's Bob's got to pay the rent. (laughs) So we need to uh, round out our cast Game's best played with about four characters, but since I am creative, I will be. This is basically just going to be a non-player wrestler who's just kind of there to kind of fill things out. And I picked the jobber for obvious reasons, because I want you guys to have the time to shine. And I figured I'd give you guys like the like somebody really easy to both hate and who is basically there to make everybody else look good. So this person, uh, his name is Sammy B. I was really trying to pick a, a final initial. It took me a second to settle on B. And the reason that uh, I went with Sammy B is I wanted Sammy B to be somebody who's very, very try hard. They hail from a Southern California suburb, but they claim that they are from Los Angeles. You know, those people, I couldn't stand those people in high school. Um, They also, they wear like really bootleg, like high tops. They probably saw online because they couldn't afford the real thing. And there's nothing wrong with that, but they insisted that it was the real thing. And it's like, they had to front the whole time instead of just being who they were and just admitting that they were just got the things they could afford. That's totally cool. Don't lie about it though. Sammy, you piece of shit. Yo, hey, I was a person who had to buy the Converse All-Stars, Top Stars, whatever they were called at Target that weren't the actual converse that's totally fine but never lie about it and never try to like act like you're about the life whenever you can't so they are from like i said our jobber um, is a heel our jobber wow. is a heel 100 <laughs> people do not like this person this person is the least liked person in this organization julian would you mind explaining to people what an npc is and how that works uh well an npc uh, this is in this case it's a non-player wrestler like i said this is just somebody who is uh, there will be several of these, assuming that we ever, if we ever do more of them, there they will be lots of people that populate this entire cast that I will probably take the role of at different points just because we need people to bounce off of. That's also just how being a GM works. Yeah, they are not, a, they, they will generally play into the narrative, but they are not the main characters. They are your background characters. There will only be one this time, and there will also be another one that I will get to in a second once we start. But uh, now it is time for everybody to go around and pick 
Uh, we're gonna do what's called your heat questions. Your heat questions. This is uh, we're gonna we're gonna go around twice. The heat is basic. This is the thing that all of you as players have the most control over, and it determines which uh, which one of your wrestlers you um you have heat with. And that'll kind of determine how your points get added, and it ter- determines how much the audience gets into you when you uh, start wrestling them. So, who would like to go first with their questions? Because I have all three of your sheets in front of me. Are we answering all of these questions? No, no, no. We're just gonna you pick two. You're gonna pick two. Great. So just pick one right now, and then you're gonna Great. pick another one afterwards. So, for Danielle, Danielle, you first. Okay, who did I debut with? and leave behind ah oh, mm. man i think it's gotta be bob i think bob is bob sorry i think it's bob i apologize yo i i'm sorry i love you um bob, bob doesn't care Bob loves <laughs> <laughs> so that's plus one heat with bob so make sure you mark that mm-hmm. down Lindsay, let's uh, let's hear from Bob. What's your question you would like to ask the, the table? Who do I think is a slave to management? I think is, is Bob's <laughs> biggest concern. I, I think we know it is, uh, Mr. MD. <laughs> I think we feel like somebody uh, is trying to get somewhere by sucking up to authority. So that's that would be Bob's Bob's issue here. Bob's working really fucking hard and you're getting above Bob just by sucking up. So Bob doesn't like it. So you say. <laughs> I mean, I, I just said it. <laughs> Bob, Bob, does, Bob says it how it is. Bob tells the truth. So RCV, so that's a, that's a plus one heat against Roger Cornelius Vanderbilt, MD. Esquire Speaking of which, Esqu- Esquire? <laughs> Esquire is my last name. I have four names. That oh, okay. is such a good goddamn name. <laughs> let's, uh, well, let's hear I'm from also him. the third. Okay. <laughs> Who's jealous of my skills? Everybody. We do need a specific person, though. <laughs> Everybody. All of them, Julian. They're all jealous of me. Okay. But clearly, the worst offender of all is Bob, who wants to talk about someone being in the pocket of management when really they're just the inferior wrestler, and that is scientifically proven. Bob loves to hear people talk shit. Bob loves it. Bob doesn't yeah. have friends. Bob That's doesn't need friends. That's my catchphrase, scientifically proven. Yeah, Bob is not making friends right now. <laughs> Bob has Bob's not here everybody. to make friends. Bob would have done very well on America's Next Top Model. Bob is not here to make friends. That's that's what Bob knows. That leaves us with uh, with Sammy B for his first question. Who can't remember who I am? That's, I feel it's like- It's not fucking Bob. Bob's not, just like- not. <laughs> uh, I was, I actually feel like- um, I feel like uh, Roger. Yeah, Roger seems like he's a, uh, you know, got a lot going on for himself. Doesn't really care to. He's got enough trouble remembering his name, and so and he's incredibly privileged and does not care about anybody else. So yeah. Uh, well, Pony Girl, what's your next question? Your final question that you'd like to ask around? Well, they phrased it as "Who is taking it upon themselves to teach me a lesson in the ring?" I'm gonna say. Who decided to shoot on me and send me a receipt? Bob, it's Bob. It's always fucking Bob. Who gave me a receipt? Well, I'm not being funny, but, you know, we came in together and then you thought you could do better without me and I had to teach you a lesson. Yeah, Bob gave me a receipt. I'm afraid Bob had to uh, mention that up. Sheesh. That's amazing. Bob's still making all the friends everywhere. Bob hates you the most because you don't know who Blondie are. So just keep that in mind. Just keep that in mind. Sammy B is just fronting the entire time. So he probably would have lied about knowing who it was and just kind of tried to carry on for as long as possible and 
tried to, you know, change the subject until they could get home and watch some and read a Wikipedia article or two and pretend <laughs> they knew the whole time. Uh, that leaves uh, Bob. We got another question for you before we go on to our last two. Bob's next question is, uh, who did I have to kick the shit out of to show how badass I am? I mean, it's got to be Sammy B, it right? It is Sammy B. It's <laughs> Sammy. Bob, Bob loves to kick the shit out of people. Um, that's Bob saying. I feel like Bob's tangled with everybody on the roster, obviously. Mm. But you know who really had it fucking coming? It was, it was Sammy. It was Sammy. Yeah, he definitely did. Raj, what do we got? Who's trying to learn by watching me in the ring? Sammy is. Sammy is. Sammy's my protege, and I'm going to prove to everybody you can take somebody from nothing and turn them into a star. Because that's what I am, and that's scientifically proven. <laughs> Yo, we, uh, uh Sammy uh, has, like, a really dope storyline. Yeah, can Sammy just be the champion and then we're done? <laughs> can we do that? Sammy. Put the strap Sammy, on this kid. Sammy, Sammy, strap Sammy, Sammy to the rocket. I have a sense that Sammy would have lied about how long he has been wrestling. He would have just said, oh, yeah, I've been having having matches for years, actually. And really, he was just rolling around with his also, brothers in the, like backstage. Better in the on pool. the mic than in the ring, old Sammy. Uh, I think that might be the case. Mm-hmm. He's been faking his entire life. This is just another role for him to play. He's a chameleon wherever he goes. That is his, that is his trait. So uh, that leaves one final question. Uh... Who was my tag team partner before they made it big? For me, it's Bob. Yeah, I feel like Bob. I was going to say Bob as well. We've got like iconic vibes. Bob wants no part yeah. of you, but I get it. Bob had like, you know, it was it was fun. And then it was just like the whole, uh, you know, Debbie Harry thing came up. And then Sammy B was just in the, in the, well, in the gutter Bob wasn't having it, I'm afraid. Um, because, you know, mm-hmm. Bob Bob isn't a face or a heel. Bob is an anti-hero. Bob will do what needs to be done. And Bob was interested to work with Sammy as an up-and-comer. And then Bob mm-hmm. saw that Sammy was a piece of shit. Uh, and that, that tag team separated, unfortunately, on less than amicable <laughs> circumstances. Well, that's a that's a terrible shame, but I'm I'm, you know, we're gonna see what plays out now that we have all of our characters here and all these all these relationships have been relatively established, and we will continue to establish them as we keep going into this story. So, what I'm going to do next is organize this into uh, our first episode of this uh, of this wrestling federation. For your guys with your stats, I would um, fill them out right there, and what you see: look, power, real, and work. There are pre-listed uh, stats, but because it is the first day, you get to add one, depending on which uh, what your characters do. None of this makes any sense to me, so I'm just going to smile and nod and assume that you're doing this, Julian. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> well, look at uh, look at where the stats the stats thing is on your sheet. I see that. It shows what all of your pre-listed stats are underneath that. You can choose to add one to any stat you want. So while you guys are doing that, I'm going to keep organizing the evening. And in the meantime, Lindsay and I are back from the future to tell people all about the Max Fun Drive. And let's start by thanking some of our Max Fun members, including Carrie the Barbarian Librarian Lee, Chris Companion Champagnon, Matthew Birdsey is the Wordsey. I want to sing the song. I really want to sing the song. I'm sorry, I won't, but I really want to just know that. The greatest entrance music of all time. I can't do it because if I start, it will will never end. And people have been here all night already. Julian, kick, punch, slap, Capron. All show and all go, Joe. 
the Kyle driver, Kyle McCowan. Thank you all so much. And hey, if you've gone to MaximumFun.org slash join and contributed to Tights and Fights, your next task is to let us know about it on Twitter so we can get you your own wrestling nickname. And guess what, guys? Over 100 people have already joined, boosted, or upgraded their MaxFun membership to Tights and Fights. That means we can focus on our next goal. If 150 of you join or upgrade or boost by the end of the drive, we will watch a WWE film and record a commentary track of said film. Any of those terrible movies have the chance to be watched, but only if you go to MaximumFun.org slash join now. That's the only way I will do this. Plus, if we make it to the 200 member level, which I believe we can, I believe many things... And this is one of them. We will watch an upcoming pay-per-view live on Zoom and invite you to hang out with us. Plus, you can even be part of the show by calling in and letting us know what you think in between matches. It'll be a lot of fun, but it only happens if you contribute $5 a month in the name of Tights and Fights at MaximumFun.org slash join. Now, we try to pay off your investment in the show by giving you more show, and that includes this year's bonus episode. We introduce Lil Janet Varney from the JV Club to the world of wrestling and specifically the music of Cesaro. Lindsay, do you want to just talk briefly about your truth and experience around it? <laughs> My truth and yeah. experience of how much I love little Janet Vardy and Cesaro? Yes. Is there a greater combination? No. Like cookies and cream? They, they go together perfectly. It was a real treat and a blessing. I was pleased to have uh, benefited from experiencing it live. And sometimes when I'm feeling sad, I listen to it back. Because it was a joyous hour of my life. Cesaro is daddy. Cesaro is daddy. That is canon. Cesaro is daddy. And if you have not yet joined, but you're thinking about it, you're on the fence, here's a tiny clip of this bonus episode just to whet your whistle. What if it was Colt Cabana and Daddy Cesaro in a tag team together in the white satin sheets with with the sexy music? I'm great with it. I mean, I don't think Colt would be able to sustain a serious expression. I think it would turn into something very silly very quickly, but I'm also there Mm -hmm. for that. What if it was sexy bunk beds (laughs) with white satin sheets? Sexy Sexy onesies. They One of them tumbles out of his race car bed, scratches Uh. his butt, (laughs) his little little pajama bottoms snap open. You see his butt. It's real cute. (laughs) This is this that is the storyline for those yeah, two guys. Actually. They're both he pours they're both some available. Cereal. Yeah, I'm in. I yeah. think Great. that this is you know we have the the dueling promos where you have Cesaro in the white satin sheets making his coffee, and then you have Colt in his race car bed making his milkshake. It's like, so this easy makes, to picture. Also, yeah, that it's that's so beautiful. Easy to picture. And then I would watch that match all day long, oh, all day yeah. long. Book it, brother. Yeah. I do want that. Yeah. And Janet, I um, when you said Colt would not be able to sustain, I thought we were going in a wildly different direction. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he'd be fine in that regard, I'm sure. <laughs> different, different. All right, if you want to hear the rest, you have to go to MaximumFun.org slash join and become a member at at least the $5 level. Be sure you select Tights and Fights as one of the shows you directly want to support with your contribution. That's the only way that we get a piece of that, and that helps us make this show literally. In fact, you'll get tons of other Tights and Fights bonus episodes from over the years, including the pilot of Tap and Titles, and we all know what that led to. So now you can see (laughs) what happens when you open the damn arc. The Lin-Manuel Miranda-approved Hamilton recasting, Summer Slamilton. You'll get our sing-alongs and more. Time to go back to our RPG adventure. My first RPG adventure, mm-hmm. people. But now, while you're thinking about it, do it, do it. Go now, MaximumFun.org slash join. Tyson Fights Podcast. Tyson Fights.
Welcome back to Tights and Fights. I'm Hal Lublin, and I'm joined today by... Danielle Radford. And... Lindsay Kelk. And... Julian Burrell. And it is time... Oh, let me get my microphone. That's definitely not a hairbrush. It is time to welcome everyone to the Maximum Fights Wrestling Federation. And in the ring tonight is none other than the commissioner of the MFWF. It's Jesse Spike with an exciting announcement. This crowd gives him a polite ovation. You can kind of see this is like a, you know, a, sort of a middling, very much put together um, out of love. So the lighting doesn't quite work as well as it's supposed to, but it's, you know, it's, it's, you can feel the love. It's like being at a really, really well-executed school play or something. You can feel the passion being here. So it is a monumental night, says Jesse Spike, as he is in the middle of the ring here at the MFWF. We have four wrestlers making their mm. debut from our developmental territory, the Bodcast Wrestling Academy. Three of these wrestlers are going to earn a contract based on how popular they are with you, our audience. And the fourth is going to be sent back to the BWA in all likelihood never to be seen again. So there's a lot of stakes here as Bob and Sammy B and Pony Girl and Roger, Roger Cornelius Vanderbilt Esquire MD the third are all vying for a contract today. This is money on the line, people. This is your future. This is your careers. Mm -hmm. That sets up our first tag match of the evening, and I'm going to say that it is Bob and Raj versus Pony Girl and Sammy B. So we go backstage, and it is time for our heroes to cut their first televised promos mm. for everyone in the audience. This is their first opportunity to really get over with the crowd and make an impact. So who would like to go first? I'm sensing that Roger would immediately shove his way to the front and want to be the first person to cut his promo. You know, the world is full of people looking for an opportunity, people who think they deserve what's going to be given to them. The truth is things aren't earned and things aren't achieved. Things are born out of talent, born inside of you, deep within. And not only do I have the talent, but I have the knowledge to be number one. Not only should I get one contract, I should get all three. None of these other bozos deserve to be in this federation. I am this federation. And that is scientifically proven. <laughs> Roger, that was a promo that you have just cut. And it is time to roll our first dice. So uh, let's have roll? our first dice roll. It's what am I rolling? Two, two D6. It's a six-sided, two right? D6. I had to use my dice tower. This is the first time. Wait, really? I know. This is your first time? Using this dice tower, yeah. Oh, okay. I have oh, a big wooden one, but this is a portable <laughs> one that I bought. And then the pandemic happened. All right. Mm. I rolled a six combined. A six. But I didn't get over too much with the audience. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know, Raj is, you know, still flipping off the audience, but there's no time for that because we have to go to Raj's tag team partner. It's Bob. Bob is going to grab the mic from Raj, and here's what Bob had to say. I don't like Roger. I think that goes without saying. I'm not a fan of privilege. I'm not a fan of people who think they deserve things because they had it a little bit easier in life than other people. I don't care what else you say, Roger. That is true. And that's I say that with respect, Roger. I only tell it like it is. But... I really don't like those other two pieces of shit. So in the interest <laughs> of getting this done and taking care of business, I say we can make things work for one evening. I say we can make it through. I'll kick the shit out of him later. But we're both reasonable people. So let's just get into the ring. Get this done so I can go home. Thank Ooh. you. <gasps> nice. 
Thank you, Bob. Bob has also cut a promo. So I think it is time for Bob to roll her first dice. Is it just the one dice? No, a 2d6. So I just do it twice because I have an app. You know, I don't, I don't. I don't want to break the mood, but can anybody hear my wife making breakfast? No, but I would like no. to. She's pouring cereal in the bedroom. Come out here. It's okay. You're part of this now. Um, So I'm just going to roll my dice. Bob got five. These promos are not hitting home today. We're not getting there just oh, yet. Fuck it. Bob doesn't care. Bob's not here to entertain or please people. Bob's here to do Bob's job. That seems about right. Well, uh, that leaves Sammy B is going out there and we're going to get ready to uh, to have a good time. So let's hear from Pony Girl right now as, as she prepares to go to the ring. Sammy, I don't have a problem with you. I will later, but I want to talk to Bob. I loved you. You broke my heart. I wanted <laughs> to be. We were friends. We were best friends. You betrayed me. I mean, that's very strong language, isn't it? It's a very strong language there, <laughs> Pony Girl. But go nuts. Go nuts. Carry on. You betrayed me. And you know what I'm going to do? When someone betrays my friendship, because that's the only thing that I love, I am going to submission you into the dirt. I am going to make you tap out to me because I love you. But you didn't love me the way I needed to be loved. Oh. Sorry, did, was Pony Girl saying something? I was trying to get breakfast from Roger's wife. <laughs> I, <laughs> I missed that. I missed that. Completely. I, <laughs> that was a lot of passion, and yet no cell. Bob was not feeling. Kelk and Kelk is like the master of no cell. Full Donny. Bob went full Donny. That's all. I'm full Donny. We do need to find out, however, how the audience was feeling. So why don't we? Uh, we don't, we got to roll two d six. So let's find out how uh, how the audience reacted to that promo from Pony Girl. Uh oh, first is five. Oh. Second is one. Ooh, I rolled a six. six. Ooh, we're still not quite getting over the hump. Gosh, the crowd is started. dead. Needs to be a <laughs> seven nine. Flush it out. The crowd. Well, yeah, uh, uh, the crowd. Also, sorry, uh, Julian. Could you please tell me what the dice roll limit is for people, so we know. You want to get a seven to nine, ideally, or you, if and if you get a ten plus, then you get even more from. Then you get an additional bonus on top of these it. people wouldn't know a good wrestler if one broke their arm and one uh, just might if they don't shut up and that's scientifically proven don't <laughs> this dead ass crowd come on i, I want to hear from sammy i want to hear what that yeah, piece of crap's yeah. got to say sammy says guys i'm not i'm feeling a lot of like resentment right here all i ever tried to do was the right thing and i just don't understand why everybody hates me i never lied to anybody and you guys have chosen not to believe things why it wasn't my fault i did to my last breakup why what is happening with this sammy like it's what? like you guys didn't what? like come on debbie debbie whatever <gasps> what's her like look i'm a huge fan i've 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 read the wikipedia articles people it's like it just you didn't give me a chance to respond you, you just can't wear the t-shirt from hot topic and not know who the band are sammy i'm afraid I know that's who not they okay. are just fine just like i know what everything is just fine it's not a big deal look so I i'm just here i'm gonna try and do my best in the mfwf to make these people love me okay and that's what we're mm. here for so that's like let's see what the crowd feels about sammy sammy also rolls a six this crowd is not <laughs> feeling these Crowd's people dead. Roger's right. That's right dead. on that threshold. However, let's go into this tag match. Are Bob and Raj coming out as a tag team? Absolutely fucking not. No way. <laughs> so who comes out first? I feel like I feel like Raj probably pushed his way out uh, and kind of pushed yeah, Bob, Bob out of the way to go Bob out first. Care. So uh -uh. 
Let's hear the entrance. What does what does Raj sound like there? It sounds like a sort of '80s electronic, like like a calculator running. Is an episode of Stranger Things coming on, or is that Raj coming to the ring? And then I walk out, look at everybody with disdain, and take notes on my entire way to the ring. And uh, I also have a measure. I'm measuring the calipers. I'm measuring. The, the stairs to make sure the regulation, the turnbuckles. Mm. Raj, I have to tell you, I actually, the one thing we did not, I didn't mark down is that one of the things you can do once per episode is you can get cheap heat. And it sounded like you were insulting this crowd and their home quite a bit. That's some pretty quality cheap heat. That gives you plus one momentum. And the way that momentum works are kind of like you're spending points within the match itself. You can use it to earn cool moves. It doesn't, it's not required for everything, but it is required to do some of the extra special things. So I'm going to say we all start out with plus four momentum. Him. And now Raj is up at plus five momentum that he can use at any time. What city are we in, by the way? You know what? I'm going to say city of L.A. That's why Sammy B felt like he had to front so much because he had to insist that he was actually from here. We're in the city of L.A. That's where we much, are. In the city I'll, 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 <laughs> Let me add something at the end of my promo. Much like the Lakers season... This crowd is dead on arrival, and that's scientifically oh, proven. The but Whoa. is he speaking trash or is he just speaking truth? We'll find out later. He's Whoa. speaking truth. Anyway. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> you are supposed to be neutral. <laughs> Let's hear Bob coming out to the ring. What do we hear? Bob feels really comfortable in Bob's entrance because Bob does not give a fuck and Bob just wants to listen to what Bob wants to listen to. So Bob is coming out to Enchanted by Taylor Swift. Mmm. Because it's Bob's favorite song. So suck it. Suck it. Uh, Bob loves it. Bob feels really comfortable about that. Bob fully believes in embracing fully who you are. Uh, Bob's coming out to Enchanted. Nice. Everyone's having it. And we will fucking listen to the song all the way through, please. (laughs) All the way through to the key change. We're going all the way. Bob loves that song. Jesus is an Undertaker entrance. We're really going deep into these songs. Bob just really oh, yeah. likes it. Bob feels good about it. It's a, it's a good song. It's about connection. It's about it's about meeting someone. It's about Aww. a special night. I Bob know. fucking loves that song. And if you don't like it, that's your problem and not Bob's. I love it. Here's Pony Girl coming out. What does Pony Girl sa- sound like as she's coming out? What's her entrance look like? Uh, yeah, uh, Pony Girl is just doing Megan the Stallion Wop. I'm sorry. <laughs> Pony girl is coming out to WAP. I really wanted her to come out to Pony, but I I will also allow WAP. <laughs> well, no, I mean you're right, but it's also like could we do a uh, remix? Yeah, could we it's... do a WAP Pony remix? <gasps> Actually, literally, could anyone do that? Could someone in the real world do that? You I would. Anybody can. You can do it. Do I it. could, but I'm not gonna. Right. It. <laughs> Get on, oh gosh. It's right there. It's the lowest hanging of fruit. Wrestling and pony. (laughs) As Pony Girl makes her way to the ring, that leaves our final entrance, Mr. Sammy B, who comes about, of course, to Gangsta's Paradise. And everybody's giving him the same look that you guys should that you guys are giving them. The crowd is is not feeling this and they know he's a faker. But Sammy insists that it's all real. He has lived that life and he's all about it. So please just it's all love, people. It's all love for Sammy B. That leaves our first match. And I think that those who are gonna start out, it's gonna be um let's have Raj, I think, would insist on starting this match against Pony Girl as Bob and Sammy B are kind of like in their respective corners, just waiting for their tags. 
you guys can actually roll to see who gets control of the match first. So let's like just roll one d6 and whoever gets the highest number will get to start the match and have control of it. Okay. I got a three. Three. I got a four. Ooh, Pony Girl is going to start things out. So Pony Girl, let's start this match. How do we, where are we going? Where are we going? I'm going to start this. I'm going to do some cheap heat. Mm. And then. What are we, what are we doing? What are you, how are you, how are you manipulating the audience? I'm going to go in and I'm going to do, gosh, something underhanded. Oh, you can do it. It doesn't have to necessarily be underhanded. It can also just be kind of like, it can just, it can be cheap praise. <laughs> so I'm going to uh, cut a promo. Yo, I, uh, I appreciate the work that you do. You are a fantastic promoter and a fantastic wrestler. But the thing about me is I'm better than you. And I'm sorry that you're not as good as me. And then I go forth and I do a low blow. Ooh. Fast arm. Jeez. Low. Coming right blow. out the gate. The bell has not rung. So thankfully that is not an automatic disqualification. Yeah, no, the bell what hasn't is, run. Like, blow, blow. The underhanded nature of this already. Because I feel like that's a pretty big move. Let's go ahead and, uh, and roll for it and see what we can get. Am I rolling to counter or no? Not yet. So that, oh, geez. That's a six. That is a two! That is an eight, baby! From seven and up, that is a successful move. Hal, do you want to counter it? Do you want to just like keep going into the move from there? What do you want to do? So while I'm bent over, I assume Pony Girl's going to come over to me. So I'm going to do a, a strike to the throat. Oof. No! And then, and then uh, poker in the eyes. Ooh. You got to roll for that, motherfucker. Now, like, no, no, work, no, no. Is work the modifier on this? Uh, yes, yes, work would be the modifier for it. Okay. So whatever you have do, plus there. Uh, I have former amateur champion and technical expert, so I get a plus one to work. And I took a plus one to work. No. Yes. Okay. And I get All a right. plus I'm one because uh, because I'm a technician, so I get a plus three to this roll. Ooh, okay. What do we got? That gives me a 10. Well, that's a 10. Gosh. Hell, I'm also going to say that that gives you plus two momentum because it's a double digit number. So you get some extra spending things to do something cool in a bit. So let's uh, let's add you. To uh, that gives you a lot of momentum. Now you're actually at yes. plus seven. Yes, mm-hmm. I have it. Yes. What a move! So wow, the crowd is is going really crazy, and they're they're really loving all this. And also, uh, uh, Lindsay, you and I can provide this. Is like, oh my goodness! It's like a, it's an underhanded contest between the two of them as they continue to try and one up each other by ma- being bigger jerks in the ring. Bob's fine with it. Uh, Bob says whatever you got to get it done, Rog. Uh, Bob, Bob might not even have to go to work. Bob's not in a rush to get in the ring. Uh, Bob says let's do the most efficient route to this. That's for Rog to be a piece of shit. Uh, let's do it. Let's do it. Classic, bo- classic, classic Bob, Bob there. Classic oh, Bob. Vintage Bob. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so that, that leaves uh, Pony Girl in a bit of a tight spot. Is Pony Girl going to go for the tag or is she going to go for an attack now? I'm going to do... That Rudo shit where I leave the match and say, like, fuck you, dude. I'm just walking away and I flick up my middle finger. Let's see how the crowd feels about that. That's a pretty big move. We got to roll 2d6 to see where we are with that. (gasps) (gasps) Seven. Nice. All right. It is successful. And out she goes. So Pony Girl flicks her middle fingers up in the air flicks it down and then strides slowly out of the ring rolls beneath the uh, ropes goes back do 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 just flicking her middle fingers 
You know, I, I honestly was ready for like Sammy to be the most hated character. I feel like Sammy's becoming very sympathetic because everybody yeah. just kind of continues to turn their back yeah, on him. Kinda. So that leaves, oh my goodness, Pony Girl has left her partner in the middle of the ring. Sammy is sat there kind of bug-eyed, not really sure what to do about this. And he is immediately just going to tentatively get his way into the ring because he's figuring there's nothing to do now. He shakes his head at Raj and he points at Bob. It seems as though he is signaling to the crowd that he wants to fight Bob, not Raj. I think he senses a little bit of danger in Raj's eyes. All right, I'm going to hold up a finger and mm-hmm. grab my clipboard to write notes in it. And then mm-hmm. I'm going to smack Bob in the head with the clipboard. Oh, my goodness. <gasps> oh, what the fuck did Bob do? <laughs> Bob, did, Bob was just checking yeah. his phone to see. You're Bob jealous was, of me. You're all jealous was, of me. Bob right. was just checking that phone to see what food delivery was available for after the match. And like, <laughs> are you shitting me? Now you're just hitting Bob with a clipboard? Fuck <laughs> you. Now Bob's going to have to kick everybody's ass. Jesus. Shall I roll? Me, I'm going to tag myself in and kill you. Thank you, Shal. Let's see what happens now. Ten. Ten. Modified. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that's... Fuck you. So, he's a double digit. You want a heel? Heels. I'll show you Shit. a heel. <laughs> God damn it. Well, I think you'll find as he hit... As he, as Bob was struck with the clipboard, Bob grabbed the wrist. And Bob has got hold of Rog at this point. Bob did take a hit, to a, a headshot. Rog, right, you asshole. Right. Who's, Rog, who has, throughout his career, campaigned against headshots, what with his medical background, uh, but did take, yes. just apply a headshot to Bob. But Bob caught the wrist. And now Bob's going to kick everybody's ass. Now Bob is the legal man, and Bob is forced to murder murder everyone in the ring, which is Rog Ooh. and uh, Sammy. So Sammy, you, yes, Sammy will uh, wait. Sammy will Sammy wait. is sat there saying, what did I do? What did I do? Literally did nothing. I do? Literally nothing your whole career, says Bob. Uh, <laughs> Make her roll for so it. So Bob is going to have yeah. to, uh, I'm yeah, afraid, a- deal with this. You gotta roll. You gotta roll against the ten. I love this. I love this. Make her roll for it. Bob is rolling. Bob got a six. And yes, roll again. Roll higher, Bob. Come on, Bob. Bob got a fucking two. Uh, Oh, Oh, that's eight. That's not bad. That's not bad. It's just not ten. Now the other thing, Lindsay, if you want, like, what? So what are you at? An eight? Yes. You have plus four momentum. If you'd like, you can spend some of that momentum yes, at, yes, to like go yes, on ahead and roll it. Yeah. To roll. Fuck it. Up and do it. There it is. I don't yes, know what I'm doing. Not. So let's <laughs> Yo, no, no, no. That's a fucking ele- I'm sorry. I'm doing that uh, uh, thing where you like do a jester where you are. Uh, we're, we're, making uh, we're making it rain. We're making it rain. Pony girl's making it rain. So that leaves a lot of interest. That yes. leaves something big there. Because now as Bob stands tall. And the crowd is actually, we're looking to the crowd to see, and I'm going to roll for the audience here to see how things are going. So we've got uh, a seven, Lindsay, and that actually does give you plus one with the audience because it is above a six. You're doing great. You got plus one with the audience. You are murdering this. What a day. You're kind of killing it. Bob's making it up as Bob goes along. Um, um, Bob Bob is is fine. Now, as uh, as Sammy B and Raj are both laid out in the ring, I mean, if Sammy B, I think, is going to try and go for a little bit of a pin here because he's figuring, well, why not? I mean, I'm semi-conscious, so I think Sammy B will roll for that. And what does Sammy but B is get? Bob not the legal man. Oh, that's true. But Bob the- is the legal man, unless unless Raj got a tag in uh, while Bob was beating the shit out of him. I mean, it's it's so hard to say. I think that things have gone into such chaos that we're in New Japan rules where it's just like it's the referee's deciding when to the ref has lost control of this match. Um. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so that leaves uh, Sammy B rolls for a seven and he will go for the pin. Let's see if it's successful now. Do I have to roll against that? Yeah, go ahead. 
I got a five, but I'll use three of my momentum points. Ooh, that yeah, leaves an eight. It was not successful. A dramatic kick out at the last <gasps> minute. And you know what? Uh, I think, uh, Raj, we've got to find a way to wrap this up. Why don't you go for your finisher? <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put both of them in a modified chokehold. No, Bob's not even in the ring. Bob's gone, so it's just Bob's Sammy. Gone? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm going to put Bob him in. Bob went to I'm pick up in, Bob's uh, fucking pizza because Bob's had enough <laughs> yeah. of this. I'm going to put the, the clipboard under his throat and put him in a chokehold. Oof. Yes. Is it successful, though? Let's see the roll. That's a nine, and oh, I'll spend God, the rest of my points. <laughs> no, fucking fuck you. <laughs> no. Oof, that is deadly, and not just that. He has also gained plus one with the audience, and that is a double-digit yeah, roll. So that is, that. ooh, Sammy B is laid up in the ring. The bell is ringing. Ding, ding, ding. The winners, somehow, some way, are Bob, who has made his way to the back, and Raj. Uh, Sammy B laid out, broken, beaten, scarred, sad, and he is just wondering what the future holds for him. He has by far the lowest audience score of anyone else in the group so far, but there's no time to dwell on that. We are going to cut backstage where our story continues. We are going to cut backstage where our story continues and our heroes have gathered. And Jesse Spike is furious at how that match just went down, but he knows how to settle this. Sammy B gets a chance to go one-on-one against his old partner, Bob, with Roger in Sammy's corner, insisting that he knows how to get Sammy B to victory this time. Pony Girl is a little bit upset, feeling like she's not going to be able to get to be in the ring, and that means that she won't get a chance to show her stuff to the audience. And he says, all right, fine. Pony Girl, you are officially the special guest referee of our main event, and that match is next. Sammy is nervous at having to face his former partner, but Roger gives his protege some words of encouragement despite the beatdown. I know you're a stupid loser. You know you're a stupid loser, but you have the one man who was the last man standing in your corner, and that counts for something. I am the paragon of excellence, and I am going to lead this entire promotion to the promised land, and that is scientifically proven. Let's go, you scrub. Raj, that's all great and everything, but didn't you just beat me up in the middle of the ring? Why should I trust you at all? I left you lying in the corner of the ring to teach you a lesson, and it looks like you learned it, and that's that you gotta get a backbone and go in there and get your work done. Now, I'll tell you what, if you want to catch another beating, I'll give it to you right here and take your place. But I think you have the opportunity to be something if you finally listen to me. Nobody ever listens to me! No, sir. Yes, sir. Listening now. Meanwhile, Bob is telling Pony Girl that despite their past and their convoluted history, she needs to call this right down the middle. Her career is way too important to be lost on some petty squabble. Bob's getting it from all angles, basically. Bob cannot win, is how Bob feels. And the thing is, Pony Girl, obviously, we've had our history, we've had our past, things have happened, but I really need to wrap this up because I have to go and protest at the Supreme Court. So what I was hoping was that we could just do this nice and clean. I'm going to go kick this guy's ass. Uh, and then if you want to catch a ride with me, it's entirely up to you. Pony Girl, your response. I would love nothing more than to beat the ass of every single dude in here. But also, man, I want to beat the shit out of some cops <laughs> and some anti-choice uh, protesters so I, I agree with you, Bob. I think that we're going to get in this ring. We're going to murder all of these people. And then we're going to go out and take our fists of fury 
and use them for change. That's all we can ask for. All of our heroes agree that this is their last opportunity to steal the show and get over with the audience and get that all too elusive main roster contract. But we won't find out how successful they are until we get to the main event. But first, let's talk more about the Max Fun Drive. Yes, are we from the future? Are we going back to the future? It doesn't even matter. It's your kids. Something's got to be done about your kids. In fact, we can just put a pause on the shilling for a second. We know right now is a really scary time. And sometimes it can feel like this silly wrestling comedy podcast is the smallest thing in the world. But for the past two weeks, you guys have been so kind about letting us know your appreciation and that this show and community matters to you. We've gotten tons of comments from people saying that we've helped them get through so many difficult times over the years, from job losses, uh, moving, the pandemic. And we take the responsibility of being content creators seriously, and we never want to let you down. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for all the kind words. And if we can pay you back with a funny hour of comedy, we're all too happy to help. Like we said... Times are not great across the board, so one of the things MaxFun has done is allow you to gift a membership to someone else. You just go to MaximumFun.org forward slash join and select the gift tab, and you can send a membership either to someone you know or to an anonymous MaxFunster. Anything we can do to help each other out is always great, including how you guys have helped us out over the years. So if you'd like a direct hand in helping this show continue, it would mean the world to us and to this entire community. Just head to MaximumFun.org slash join. Ties and Bites Podcast. Ties and Bites. Welcome back to Tights and Fights. I'm Hal Lublin and I'm joined today by... Danielle Radford. And... Lindsay Kelp. And Julian Burrell. Now we cut to the ring. Bob and Sammy are already in opposite corners getting themselves ready. Pony Girl is in the middle of the ring in a referee-striped version of her usual onesie, along with uh, her weave and her hair. Also with the uh, referee zebra stripes spray-painted across of them because she takes this job very seriously. Raj is outside scribbling away on his clipboard waiting for things to get started. Pony Girl calls for the bell and the match begins. Bob and Sammy immediately lock up, but Bob overpowers Sammy and shoves him into the corner. Sammy's broke boy sneakers have gone flying, and that just sets Bob off immediately. It reminds her of every single lie this piece of shit has ever said to her. She is not happy with this at all, and she is done playing around and wants to settle this quickly. She's going to punish Sammy for everything he's ever done, but what flurry of moves does Bob use? I mean, first we're going out with a nice, sweet chop. Because uh, Bob's had enough of being gaslit. Bob doesn't care for it. Ooh, radiates uh, Bob, throughout Bob the arena. Bob is tired of Sammy and his nonsense, so it's a good, solid chest chop. We're leaving a big old red mark right where it belongs. Yeah, gotta do it. What else are we doing? We're still going. He's still, he's scrambling. Okay. Sammy's scrambling he on the floor. His ass. Uh, yeah, he's gonna scramble. Well, he's trying to get up, but he's been chopped to death. Because <laughs> uh, I'm just warming up for what we're doing after this. So obviously, gotta keep those hands warm. I think we'll probably just go straight in to uh, one of our favorite wrestlers, Bob. Bob has always enjoyed Nikki mm. Bella. Uh, so he's going with a quick forearm, and then we're going for a rack attack. <laughs> because we also have no care for our knees or our neck. So it's a rack attack from Bob. Big moves off the start. Lindsay, why don't we roll and see how effective those were? Quick, quick, chop, chop, Julian. <laughs> There's no time for this. Time is of the essence. We're rolling. We have rolled a one. Okay, <laughs> it's not an auspicious one more. start. And we're rolling again. We got a six. Hey, so we okay, we're successful. What a roll, holy smokes. What a clutch move. <laughs> That also gives Bob plus one momentum, and that puts you at two so far. 
Uh, you can you can keep that in mind as we continue for this if you want to spend it on something or if a roll does I not go your way. I love that you're acting as though I know what any of this I will. I'll keep you going as we go. That's how it works. Yes, Julian. Yes. We're a yes and kind of group. Bob goes for a pin and Pony Girl counts. Wait, I want to distract the oh the ref. I'm yelling at the ref. I'm coming in like I'm going to get into the ring. Pony Girl, your response to Rod trying to get in the ring right now. I see him coming into the ring. I turn around. I flip the middle finger and I will roll to determine whether or not that pause is enough for me to be distracted or if I can still be in the game. Why don't you guys roll against each other? Rod, you're rolling for the uh, the right to disrupt the match. Pony Girl is rolling for the ability to maintain control over things. It's D6s all around. Yes. Balls. What do we get? Two. Two. I four. Gosh darn it. A four. <laughs> <laughs> suck. We're so bad at rolling. Yeah, you guys. have to like praise the dice so they don't like you. Okay, oh. well, so I am so distracted by all of the nonsense that's happening. Would you mind telling me how you distract me? Sure. I've got my clipboard and I'm coming in like I'm going to use it with a weapon as a weapon. And I'm like, no, no, no. We hate reading and <laughs> writing. And handwriting, it sounds garbage. No, 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 no. I'm very upset by clipboards. Oh, and then I, how I get distracted is I grab the clipboard and start reading from it. Okay. <laughs> I had something I wanted to do while she was doing that, but. Yes, by all means. Yeah. I'm going to take the pair of brass knuckles I had in my trunks and pop Bob on the head. Oh. And try to flip them over and switch their positions. Oh my goodness, that is a harsh move. You got to roll for it, and you do sure. have some. You do have a lot of momentum too. Yeah, I still have four momentum points. Yes, I rolled a six. I'm gonna oh, spend crap, all four of my momentum points and raise so that up to a ten. Screwed. Ended up at a ten, and also get him over with the audience. The audience is booing the shit out of this move. Bob is stunned. She is on her back, and then. Sammy figures he's just going to go for the pin. It's time to go for the pin. This is the opportunity of a lifetime. Immediately goes for the pin, but Pony Girl, still distracted reading the clipboard, will not look away. Oh, so um, I guess he's saying that Bob is like, I don't like your eyebrows. I have a problem with what the makeup team did. Glass Pony one. Girl, Pony Girl, I need a count. I need a count, uh, Pony I'm Girl. I'm sorry. I'm still like, uh, uh, apparently like, oh gosh, the, uh, uh, his clipboard. The crowd is saying one, two, his three, clipboard is four, like, oh, five, gosh, like, is six, someone, six did, did she get LASIK Seven. Like, what is happening? Bob is kicked out at this point and Sammy B is incensed. He doesn't know what's going on. This isn't fair, but Bob equally incensed. This is not fair either either of them and they're beginning to figure out what they can do to get the upper hand here bob has decided that she's going to take control of the situation bob what would you like to do you need to win we need a win today i mean this is why we fell out in the first place like she's forever reading just don't take it to the cheesecake factory you will <laughs> never order. Just, this is what happened all along i but you don't need to read every page you don't need to read every page pony girl just get to the end check it read the beginning read the end that's all you need to know you know what you want to eat you already knew before you went in anyway bob really would would like to wrap this up and Sammy you're you're just a, a dick and your man he's a dick but it's not my first it's not my first pair of brass, brass knuckles is it let's be honest where I'm from we brass knuckle ourselves to sleep at night it is a treat for us so I have absolutely no interest in this I've forgotten his name because I've lost my piece of paper Rog <laughs> Rog gets a stiff forearm 
off the apron on his ass outside. And Sammy, Ooh. I'm really, 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 really sorry, uh, but you are getting a treacherous takedown. <gasps> which is obviously named after Taylor Swift. I was about to say, is that your finisher? <laughs> it's, so it's my finisher, and it is a V-Trigger-esque mm. move inspired by the magnificent song Treacherous, which I'd like us all to listen to after that. Oh, what a maneuver. Sammy B is just dazed. He, is, um, he stays up for just a moment, a brief moment, and then is immediately on his back and staring up at the lights. Bob goes for the pin. Let's roll for it. Yeah, make Bob roll. Bob doesn't like rolling. Bob got a five. Bob likes it more. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> and a two. That is very successful. And as Pony Girl finally puts down the clipboard and realizes, oh, hey, look, the match is still Pony going. Pony Girl. Pony Girl. Rolls over reluctantly and counts one, two, three. This match is over. Taylor Swift blows loud and proud throughout the uh, the arena. <laughs> the crowd goes wild because they suddenly realize that it's beautiful music crafted by an artist bearing her soul to us. Bob and Pony Girl are continuing to argue. Despite the win, they do not seem to be on the same page at all. Their history is continuing to get in the way of this. This is why we can't win as a party, people. We cannot figure things out and come together. <laughs> this is, yo, this is what we learned since you've lived in America. <laughs> Sammy B is barely coming to. He's distraught at having lost out on his dream. Raj has rolled into the ring as he's barely shaking off that the, the attack that he received from Bob. And he goes in to give his protege a hand. Sammy rises to his feet, and despite his shortcomings over the course of the night, the crowd seems to be giving him a smattering of applause that's slowly beginning to build. Is this the beginning of his curtain call? Raj steps back, lets Sammy have the applause for just a moment, and he smacks him in the back of the head with another clipboard that he kept underneath the ring for just such an occasion. That's right. As the booze rain down, he cuts a promo as Bob and Pony Girl stop arguing to take a listen. I told you time and time again, I'm the last man standing like I was in the opening match, like I am now, like I will be until the end of time. Every note, every data point taken down meticulously. I'm the smartest, I'm the strongest, and I'm the best. And that is scientifically proven. So, Bob and Pony Girl turn to him and even though we have had our differences we clasp hands and we fucking just clothesline the dick off of his dick <laughs> my dick <laughs> should i roll you needed that no i think we're okay. should my penis yeah. roll <laughs> only if you can roll with your penis that's the you only literally way have to don't show us but if you... i could i would have an only fans unfortunately ten thousand dollars a month now don't knock it rolly fans i'd be in the top one percent rolly fans uh no don't i would like it entered into record that bob was gonna invite rog to um come protest with us since he's such a fan of but... science but um it's not it's not meant to be <laughs> out comes a furious jesse spike he is more angry than ever that they have ruined this evening. And the three of our stars of the show, Bob, Pony Girl, Roger Cornelius, Vanderbilt, MD the third, look at each other. Esquire. They are finally headed to the Esquire. <laughs> Roger Cornelius, Vanderbilt, Esquire, the third, MD, look at each other. Roger's is kind of just, you know, staring up and like kind of just sitting up as he's, you know, feeling the pain, but also kind of staring at his fellow call-ups. Management is absolutely furious at how this match went down. This was not what they intended at all, but they cannot deny that the crowd is eating it up. 
they love our heroes and he has no choice but to offer the three of them a contract. But seeing that look in management's eyes makes our heroes understand that while their wrestling journeys have only just begun, so too have their problems. And scene, that is our show for the evening, everybody. We did it. Yeah, you know, that was a lot of fun. Like, <laughs> Bob's pretty sure Bob's not coming back. Uh, so, <laughs> like, you Bob's say they feel like their problems have just begun, but uh, yeah, I, Bob's Bob's real busy. Bob's pretty. Booked. I can't wait till next year when we make you do this again. <laughs> Bob's gonna join AEW so they can spend some time in country. <laughs> next year, next week. What's the difference, really? <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, what'd you guys think? Your uh, Lindsay, your first uh, RPG adventure. What'd you think? You have fun? Yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, yes it's fun it's it's hard i i have to think all the time um and and i quite often like not thinking that you make me do thinking it was a lot of pressure i've literally never done this or like improv or anything i am not a professional talker i'm a professional writer mm. so um it was it was an interesting learning experience i look forward to being forced to do it again. <laughs> i'll danielle anything to add I, I like the way the game plays. I, I actually do. Like the point system, it makes sense once you get into it. And I think if you are, are a wrestling fan, again, not being paid, if you are a wrestling fan and you also enjoy mm -hmm. RPGs, I think this is a fun one to check out. And it seems like pretty simple, but you can also, like we went far afield of the rules, but I was reading through it and looking at it like, wait, but I get, I'm former amateur champion. Nah. So I get one plus to real and I get a, like, I, like, it scratched a lot of, of itches, and I that was really cool. I would definitely play this again, even outside of a recorded, structured situation. Well, and, like, for me, um, I, obviously, uh, me, like, I, we're, like, a, sorry, Lindsay. Um, <laughs> we're, like, a bunch of folks <laughs> who are into TTP RPGs, so I had a really, really fun time, and I'm grateful that we got to fully indulge and i think the nerdiest way you can appreciate wrestling that isn't mm -hmm. having wrestling <laughs> that isn't wrestling or having one of those message board leagues which i was a part of and will never talk about on message boards did you hang out with tony khan at the time I will not no. talk about <laughs> Gosh, I was doing that like 2001. Oh my goodness. Um, of course I well, did. Get out all of your give me the pencil feels without being, uh, you know. Without being a billionaire and having a bunch of people you can buy and play out your favorite things Jesus, for you. Jesus, anyway. give me, give me a million dollars. <laughs> I swear to Bob. I swear to Bob. <laughs> well, that was a lot of fun as well, guys. Thank you so much. And that does it for this week on Tights and Fights. This week, your hosts were Lindsay Kelk and Danielle Radford, along with me, Hal Lublin. Our producer and creative DM is from parts pun known, Julian Burrell. Senior producer at Maximum Fun is Laura Swisher. Mike Eagle's the voice behind our theme music, so we're putting him over for that. Thank you so much to the Max Fun members who make this show possible. One last time, MaximumFun.org/join is where you go to keep this show going and earn great gifts in the process. Think of it this way: if you are saving a little bit of money by not commuting right now, or because you are on the four ninety nine Peacock instead of the nine ninety nine WWE Network, what's that? $9.99, we're cheap at half the price. Uh, maybe you just decided to cancel a bunch of your streaming services because you're tired of using a bajillion apps and because many of them are terrible. 
So why not put that money towards a Max Fund membership? The difference between all that stuff and us is that you're supporting this show and network directly. It's not going to line the pockets of a billionaire who might decide to cancel your show. Ah, oh, billionaires. Just so dependable. Just so dependable. So become a member, earn gifts like our special Cookie Sean patch. Just genuinely a beautiful thing. Just art, actual art, our bonus episodes, and so much more. We'll be back next week for even more, you guessed it, wrestling. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture Artist owned Audience supported